0: This is the Cancer Radio Network. Coming up on this episode of the Colon Cancer Podcast, presented by Coloplast.
1: If you see me, I'm always posting H, period, O, period, E, period, E, period, S. And what that stands for for me, it is hopes, but it's also helping other people everywhere smile.
0: Welcome to the Colon Cancer Podcast presented by Coloplast, offering stories of information, inspiration, and hope to those affected by colorectal cancer. I'm Lee Silverstein. Welcome to Episode 71 of the Colon Cancer Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. So as I'm recording this, it's Sunday night, July the 9th, 2017. And I'm looking at my my next uh, visit to the Moffitt Cancer Center here in Tampa tomorrow morning. Uh, time for my, uh, I guess it's been five months now. Uh, yeah, five months. Last time I was there was February. So my turn for lab work, CT scan, and uh, see where we are with my disease. Uh, Yeah, I get to drink that uh, couple of great bottles. Uh, I think we all have seen one another posting pictures of the bottles of barium on Facebook and calling it the breakfast of champions. So we're all part of that routine. My routine's a little different. In addition to that, I have to take pre-medication. So kind of an odd story. Uh, As many of you know, I'm a survivor of childhood cancer as well. I had a rare form of pediatric kidney cancer back when I was five years old. That was a long, long time ago. And I was then going for regular scans and checkups as well. And I was probably about 11 years old and it was time for uh, a, a scan and a check. Uh, this was before CT scans were around, so we used to do uh, run an a IV contrast and then do X-rays. And I had an allergic reaction to that IV contrast, uh, I guess from the iodine. Again, this was when I was 11 years old. So because I had that um, allergic reaction 40-something years ago, they still don't take chances. And I have to take uh, anti-reaction medication I had to take prednisone, which is a steroid, the night before and the morning of, and then an extra dose of Benadryl. And I I still, I I give my doctor a hard time, give my oncologist a hard time. I can't believe there's not a way, here I am, 56 years old, to see if I'm still allergic to that stuff. I highly doubt that I am, but I I guess I appreciate them uh, taking those extra precautions, so. Go for my scan uh, on Monday. This episode will come out Tuesday. So Tuesday my holding day. Uh, my routine is uh, CT and blood work on Monday and then results uh, uh, from my oncologist who I meet with on Wednesday. That's always how I've done it. Kind of got used to that. I know many of you get your results the same day of your scan. I, someone posted a survey in, you know, on Facebook not too long ago. How long do you wait for your results? So I get my scans on Mondays and then meet with the oncologist to get the results on Wednesday. Uh, Last two visits going back now to October of last year, we've been watching a small uh, five millimeter spot kind of sitting there on my right lung, not doing anything, not causing any trouble, not bothering me in any way. And hopefully that will continue to be the case uh, when I get my results this week.
2: If you have an ostomy and are experiencing leakage, that is not normal and you don't have to live with leakage. Feeling secure is important to be able to do the things you enjoy without worrying that you may have to deal with an embarrassing leak. Skin friendly Brava elastic barrier strips from Coloplast are designed to prevent the edges of your barrier from lifting and help to keep your barriers securely in place. They are elastic and are designed to move with you as you bend and stretch. The innovative Brava Elastic Barrier Strips from Coloplast are a skin-friendly alternative to tape and are available for you to try today. Don't let leakage rule the day. Call 1-855-430-9500 today to receive a free sample of Brava Elastic Barrier Strips.
0: I'm real excited to share with you the official announcement of the upcoming annual Colon Cancer Alliance Conference uh, titled Tomorrow Can't Wait, the 2017 Colon Cancer Alliance Annual Conference. This year is taking place in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, It's a great way to connect with other colorectal cancer patients and survivors, hear expert presentations on the latest in treatment, and more. Everyone's invited, duly diagnosed patients, long-term survivors, caregivers, family members, advocates, and healthcare professionals. This will be my fourth conference. Uh, so I'm really excited to have the opportunity to attend. We will be podcasting from the conference. So we'll be uh, doing brief interviews from the, with the presenters and attendees. So if for some reason you can't make it, don't worry. Uh, we'll connect you via this podcast. Uh, there'll be links on the colon cancer Alliance website, a lot more information to follow. We're still a few months out. The conference takes place in Cleveland, Ohio, November 1st and 2nd. That's a Wednesday and Thursday. This is in partnership with the Cleveland clinic. So very exciting. And there will be financial, uh, assistance available for those who need that in order to attend, uh, travel and lodging, uh, scholarships and, uh, Registration scholarships uh, will be made available on a first-come, first-served basis. Keep an eye on the website. There's a specific website for the conference. It's the coloncancerconference.org. Once again, that's coloncancerconference.org, and uh, you'll be able to see as soon as registration opens up. Hasn't opened up yet. I imagine that's coming any day now. But especially if you think you're going to to require financial assistance in order to attend, like I said, it is first come, first served. So, again, keep an eye on the website, coloncancerconference.org.
3: If you have an ostomy or are undergoing chemotherapy, you know at times it can be a struggle to stay hydrated. That's where H2ORS can help. H2ORS is an oral rehydration solution, which is an over-the-counter electrolyte drink mix for dehydration. H2ORS is a medically accepted alternative to IV hydration. So, for those of you who are struggling to stay hydrated due to an ostomy or chemotherapy, H2ORS can help replenish your fluid and electrolyte levels. It has three times the electrolytes of most sports drinks without the excess sugar, artificial flavors, or artificial colors. If you would like to try a free sample of H2ORS, go to h2ors.com slash sample and they'll ship one out to you. No strings or hidden costs attached. Also, when you make your first purchase at h2ors.com, if you use the code C-C-P-O-D, you will get 10% off your first order.
0: A lot of events coming up this coming weekend, the weekend of July 15th and 16th. Lots of opportunities across the country to get your run on. Uh, All three of these events are all taking place at the same time. Uh, The weekend of July 15th, uh, the Rock and Roll Marathon in Chicago, uh, that's the 15th and 16th. The 5K run is on Saturday the 15th. The 10K run and half marathon is taking place on Sunday the 16th. Also on the 15th, is the Undy Run Walk, which is heading over to the Jersey Shore at the Great Lawn at the Pier Village. So the folks down there on the on or near the Jersey Shore, come on out for uh the Undy Run Walk. You have an opportunity to do either one this coming Saturday, July fifteenth. And one more chance to get your run on the folks out in the Great Northwest up in Spokane, Washington. There's a 5K uh, the remembrance of Will McGurk, uh, who uh, passed away from colon cancer. So this uh, 5K run is in his memory. And the event takes place again at Spong- in Spokane, Washington, at the West Central uh, Community Center. And then as we flip the calendar over to August, hard to believe August is just a couple of weeks away. We have uh, two stops for the Undie Run Walk. Uh, The first one is Saturday the 5th in the Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, taking place at Shelby Park. And then two weeks later, we're also going back up to Washington in the northwest the weekend of the 19th. The Tacoma Undie Run Walk taking place at Wright Park. I want to welcome and say thank you to our newest sponsor, Exact Sciences, manufacturer of ColoGuard. Cologuard is the first and only FDA-approved, non-invasive, stool DNA-based colon cancer screening test. It's for patients 50 and older at average risk of colon cancer. Cologuard is shipped directly to you where you can provide a sample in the comfort of your own home and ship it back to the lab, postage prepaid. Cologuard is not for everyone. It is not a replacement for diagnostic or surveillance colonoscopy in high-risk individuals. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. Cologuard is available by prescription only. Ask your doctor if Cologuard is right for you. Find out more information by visiting their website at CologuardTest.com. My guest this week is Valerie Schlosser, and Valerie is uh, a neighbor of mine. She lives here in Tampa, Florida with me. Valerie and I met at a Colon Cancer Alliance conference uh, going on three years ago. This was the 2015 uh, conference that took place in October in Phoenix. So uh, not three years, I'm sorry, two years. And uh, I met Valerie at the conference, it was kind of a, you'll hear us talk about uh, about this in our conversation, but I had to go all the way to Phoenix to meet a neighbor here from Tampa, a fellow, fellow colon cancer survivor like myself. And because Valerie is local, I said, wouldn't it be fun rather than to record our interview over Skype, which is how I record virtually all of my interviews. I said, since you're here, why don't we meet face to face? So we got together and I brought my laptop and our microphone and uh, we met at a Starbucks. So you're going to hear some background noises and uh, people being uh, called to pick up their lattes and cappuccinos. And I think this kind of makes it uh, kind of a different experience. So I, I hope you enjoyed as much as I did. So join me now for my conversation with Valerie Schlosser. So Valerie, you have the distinction of being my first Live face to face podcast that isn't being done at a colon cancer alliance conference. We're doing our first one at Starbucks. So, what do you think?
1: Wow, who would have thought? You know, I know I'm a person of many firsts, and uh, of course, this is another one that I'm honored to be. <laughs> Thank you so much.
0: So, I, w- I want to share the story of how we met because uh, I still chuckle about that all the time. Uh, Two years ago at the Colon Cancer Alliance conference in Phoenix, we are at the bar. So I'll let that sit in for a minute. And I'm trying to get through the crowd of people and order a drink. And then you're sitting, I'm le- literally le- like leaning past you to order a drink. And I look down and I see your name tag, Valerie Schlosser, Tampa. And I said to you, Tampa? How do- is there a colon cancer person? involved with the colon cancer alliance in tampa that i haven't met
1: Oh, God. Yeah, that was quite an event. Um, Again, another first for me, because you see, that was my first event out to any type of conferencing like that, because um, actually that was in uh, 2015 of October, and I had just been diagnosed in February of 2015. So all of this whole world was so new to me. As you could tell, I was a bit timid and a little shy. I was like, you know, the girl the first day in school, you know, sitting there with everybody that was so acclimated with each other and the whole concept of colon cancer and it was an all new thing for me so yeah it was quite shocking and and to meet you like you said from tampa and i'm like great there's someone i can like find out information about so it was a huge thing and i'm so happy that it happened
0: i am too i wish it was under different circumstances i'm sure you do too but uh and we've become fast friends since so that's been really cool uh, and it just took us a little while to, to pull this off, but uh, tell, tell us about, you know, from that moment where you had that kind of wide-eyed look in your eyes, uh, how things have transpired for you in terms of um, the support you've received, the support you've provided, um, you know, how how has your world as it relates to colorectal cancer changed? Uh, since that day we met
1: oh wow uh, that's such a fantastic question um, it's so huge um, I tell you I, I should have known more when I found out about it because I did lose my brother back in uh, May of 2010 um, he had stage four and it had um, spread it throughout its entire body he had Mets to livers lungs and his kidney and you know he did lose that battle but my thing is I, I didn't You know, do the due diligence and check on myself. And, um, you know, here we are, or should I say, here we were five years after that in 2015, having me being diagnosed through emergency room. um, It just, you know, it it, it just was so surreal to me. I mean, I, I literally did not have time to contemplate what I was going to do or the fact that I had cancer or any of those things because I literally went in the hospital on a a Saturday morning um, with, you know, accruciating pain there in my stomach and I just didn't know what it was. Of course, I had other symptoms prior to this, but what drove me to the hospital was the pain. And uh, being in the emergency room, they did the CT scan, saw a mass, ordered a colonoscopy the very next day, which was a Sunday. Once I had that done, the surgeon was standing next to my bed literally when I woke up from the colonoscopy explaining to me that is cancer, it's metastasized and we're having surgery tomorrow, which was a Monday. Emergency surgery. Um, you know, I contacted my gynecologist and they both performed procedures all at that time. I had tons of things done that day. But as far as the support and what I've gotten and what I've learned from that has been oh my gosh, uh, It's just been so overwhelming and so wonderful and so enlightening, all at the same time. So scary. But what it has taught me to be diligent and to reach out and to be humble and ask people for help. And when I found CCA that week after I got home from my surgery and came across some unbelievable patient support networkers there. Um, Carol Orr, I'm tossing her name out there, because that's who it was that I spoke to. And she was just such a light and guided me to everybody else that's been involved, which definitely puts it to you, to just so many family and friends and things that, that have helped me. But um, today I sit here with um, such a refreshed knowledge of the information that I've been able to find, that I've been able to receive from so many fellow survivors. yeah, there's so many, but instrumental ones uh, for sure. Amy Kaplan, she's from Connecticut. We've become such a strong friendship and I can call her and talk to her about different symptoms and things that I'm going to and medication, as well as so many others. I mean, Bill, Ramsey, I mean, I call him Mr. Blue. <laughs> he me. I'm sorry. And I call him Ramsey, but uh, I call him Mr. Blue. But, you know, the information and, and support that I've gotten from everyone has been incredible and, and it's driven me to have this passion to do the same thing. So, actually, it's come full circle, I would say.
0: Obviously, you know, I, you're very active on social media and, uh, you know, promoting awareness and uh, it, it has... I, I could see it from the outside looking in that it has come full circle for you. Where does... And, and what when I think about you and what I see you share online, it's more than just advocacy but... It aligns with the mission of this podcast where I talk about that the goal of this podcast is to provide information, inspiration, and hope. And as I think about what you share online, a lot of it is tied to that word, that four-letter word, that good word, hope. Where does that come from, that, that desire to give other people hope?
1: Mm, wow, another great question. Um, you know, I, I think I get this. Instilled in me from my mom. She's always um, had that ability to have the faith and and to know that with hope much can be changed. And I feel that you know having her instill that in me only generates me to do this. And um, you know I, I I if you see me, I'm always posting H period O period E period E period S, and what that stands for for me it is hopes but it's also helping other people everywhere smile
0: that's awesome
1: so yeah or shine or whatever you want to change the s to that that you know is empowering for you do so but that's what i do and that's why i do it i just feel like You know, us as a uh, human being in this wide global universe that we have, that we need to reach out and touch and help others. Um, We need each other to to live and to prosper and to be healthy. And if I find some information about a disease that I'm dealing with and going through that can help someone else, by all means, I'm going to share it. If I can find a meditation that's helping me, I'm going to share it, you know, because you don't know what can possibly help someone if you keep it all to yourself, but if you give it all away It cannot do anything but help So that's kind of why I could do it
0: Helping other people everywhere shine or smile. It all works. I love it <laughs> So speaking of helping other people this is kind of grown and grown and grown uh, and you've been asked to really reach out and really uh, help. Tell us about your trip to San Francisco, what that was about, and how it came to be, and uh, and that kind of work that you're doing.
1: Oh, wow. <clears throat> well, uh, again, I got to point back to CCA. A lot of this kind of generated through them. Um, and Genentech is uh, a huge pharmaceutical company. I'm sure most of us patients here are fully aware of what they promote and things like that. I'm currently, I guess you can classify me as a Genentech girl. Um, I'm currently doing Zeloda as well as Avastin. But they um, reached out to an advertising company that shares stories and patient advocacy with um, their medications and things of that sort, and they contacted me um, and asked me to come out and speak. I've had four speaking engagements, or should I say I've done four engagements with Genetech, so it's been absolutely mind-blowing, I, I, I still to this day wake up and go, wow, you know? Um, it started first with me actually coming out to do a uh, photo shoot for a banner that's going to be posted on one of their buildings out there on their huge campus in um, South San Francisco there. And, um, and it stemmed from that. It went on and on and on. I, I, I went out to their distribution center in um, Kentucky, in Louisville, and spoke there to, to the employees and had a really nice, um, incredible tour of the facility. The place is cleaner than any operating room that I've ever been in. Um, and then from that,
0: we've been in a few, haven't we? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, we have. And you know how sterile they are, so it was quite impressive. <laughs> so, and and from that point, um, I got asked to do this latest one, which is what you're speaking of. Um, it was the full spectrum 2017. They've been doing it for seven years. is is designated for the IT department. It's a huge, huge event, where it's typically over 600 employees, um, as well as other you know people involved in um, the medical field, as well as the communication field, and of course, the computer field, because it's for tech, uh, IT, I'm sorry, excuse me. And when I went out to this, it was just, again, it was red carpet treatment, the most unbelievable service I've ever had in my entire life, um, and, and the people were so eager to hear what was going on with my treatment, what treatments I was taking, how it was affecting me, um, how it's affected other people, me hearing other patients' stories and sharing this information. It just really touched all of them. They were so eager to learn about what they are involvement, because you've got to understand they're part of this involvement of making these medications for us. And for them to honor me the way they did, it to this day still overwhelms me. It was just the most beautiful thing ever. I I was able to take my sister out because she's part of the caregiver program. And it was just a beautiful trip for us to connect and be more of a sister thing, but it also enlightened her to see me talk about what I'm going through to other people and to understand more in depth of what it takes for me to go through chemo and, feel like I feel and the side effects of these medications and learn the different um, you know language of what we're doing and things like that so it's just been phenomenal.
0: Do you remember what the first thing she said to you was after she heard your talk?
1: Actually she just hugged me and said I love you so much and I'm so proud of you and now I understand why you go and do what you do. Because before I didn't understand you flying and traveling and doing these little short sprockets of trips and things like that. You know, she's like, I, I didn't understand it, but now I understand it. I see that it fuels you. I see that it's something that gives you that that hope. And I said, that's exactly it. It gives me hope, but it also allows me to give others hope.
0: You think back before you were diagnosed. How? What would the Valerie then say to the Valerie that she sees today?
1: Boy, Lee, I tell you, you really toss out these tough questions. Um, I guess what Valerie would say to Valerie back then is, or, or to her now, would be. You are extremely brave and strong. Um, I never knew I could do or have to do the things that I've done and still smile about it. Um, Sorry, I'm getting a bit choked up here, but it's just the mere fact that I can still smile. I can still offer help when I so desperately need it myself is the biggest thing I've ever learned from this
0: the question you probably know because I know you're a fan of the show that I ask everybody as we wrap up someone's listening to our conversation who's all brand new to all this and their head spinning what words of advice do you have for them? Or perhaps it's for a caregiver, right? You know, who might, be, who might have found our, our podcast. What, what words of advice do you have?
1: Hmm. My, my, my strongest thing I would want anybody to walk away from hearing this, and a first-timer, old-timer, new-timer, caregivers, all of those, would be to, to truly seek um, answers for yourself. Do not sit back and wait for everyone to tell you what is going on with you. Um, You cannot expect an oncologist to fully be able to tell you every single thing out there, every treatment, all of those things, because you've got to understand they're dealing with other people. So you really do have to look for yourself. Don't be afraid to ask the questions. Don't be afraid to make the calls because... People are ready. They're there to hear us. They're there to answer our questions. And unfortunately, it's not always in the same place to find these answers. So you do have to seek more than one place. The best place, I would say, for anyone to start, of course, is the Colon Cancer Alliance they have such an array amount of information, financial, caregiver, supports, treatments, you name it, they have it all. And if you go there, you can start there, but continue on, don't just stop there. You have to be diligent and you have to, you know, ask someone that has it. You, you cannot be afraid and close mouthed because I think that's what's happened to this disease over the year colon cancer has been such a hush hush people are afraid to talk about it and I, and I say this all the time in every place that I speak is simply because it is such an intimate uh, type of disease and more so than I mean all the other ones are intimate as well but this is you know dealing with bodily functions and people just don't want to talk about it when it's so necessary I would say please seek Please ask. Please talk. Caregivers, please ask for help because it's not an easy job. You don't really know what everybody's going through. But the best thing that you possibly can do is always, always reach out. Reach out. You know, the patient might not be calling you. They might not be reaching out to you, but they need you. We need you. We need you more than life itself sometimes, and we feel... Not that we're a burden, but we just feel like we've called so many times before or we've asked so much of you before. But just be there. Just do whatever you can for a patient and, and just be patient with us.
0: You know, I've had the chance now uh, to meet your family at the Undie uh, run back in February. And, and And I can tell how important they are to you. But maybe not truly. Tell me how your family has helped you along this journey
1: oh yes um my daughter, Peyton, of course, you've met her several times. She's been at every run and she's been such a support for me. She actually went out to, to California with me the very first time I went out there for the photo shoot, which was so fantastic. She she was just so impressed and so excited to see her mom doing something like that, especially after what I was going through. Um, but my family and the support and love has been overwhelming from monetary value to mentally value to coming to take me to the doctor. As I stated to you before, you know, my sister to Cheryl, she was the one that I actually wow. called Um, To come to me to the hospital room the emergency room after the CT scan was I mean I called her before I went I went by myself She asked if she could come take me and me being as silly and strong willed as I am said no I'll drive myself, you know, so but after I got the news that there was something in that um, You know the mass in my my colon I said I better call somebody because I don't know what the news is going to be next So I called her and she came out so she was actually in the room with me when I was diagnosed And, and you know we we shared the story back in uh, San Francisco. It was just a point that we didn't want to tell my mom because at the time my mom um, was 92 um, and you know going through a lot herself, which is why I moved back to Tampa as well. And since then we have lost mom, but. Um, I just didn't want to share it with her. I didn't want to give her that burden, especially me being the baby of my family and her already losing one son to colon cancer. I didn't want to frighten her until I knew really where I was or that I was Ned or whatever the situation was going to be. So we tried to keep it from mom, but of course she knew. Um, and the rest of my brothers and sisters, they, they've all rallied around me. They've, they've come, they've called, they've you know prayed with me. You name it. They have been the biggest pillar of me being successful in striving with this disease. So I'm grateful.
0: That's wonderful. I'm sitting here and I'm admiring your bangle on your wrist. What does it say?
1: Uh, everybody loves this bracelet but it, it says love and amore and it continues to say it all the way around. And. I read proudly every day, and and it's just what I want to exuberate and and give to people that I connect with and I come across is, is love. I mean, because, you know, with love, there's no hate, and with love, there's no sadness. With love, there's no sickness. Love just brings joy. So, I just always want to have that ability to resonate with that consciousness of love and what it is. I mean... So many people walk around and, and, you know, don't think about that simplicity of it. But when you can consciously connect yourself with the meaning of love and what it is, you're able to exude it. You're able to give it. And uh, that's, that's life to me. That's life.
0: <laughs> I thought I was upbeat and positive. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if I'm in your league. <laughs> but it's all good. Well, Valerie, this has been... So much fun, a long time coming. Um, you know, I don't even know where to start. Just f- first and most importantly, uh, you know, good health. Let's keep, you know, keep doing what you're doing. And uh, I know I'm in a long line of people that can't wait to hear the letters NED. And let's hope that comes really, really soon, right? Uh, but uh, on top of that, just thank you for how much you give of yourself to help others even while you're going through your own struggles and uh, you are an inspiration and uh, you're doing an amazing job providing hope to so many people and I'm proud to call you a friend, so thanks.
1: Oh my gosh, so it's thanks to you, Lee, and, and being able to be this voice here, as I said earlier today, it's just like, it's so incredible to be able to share my little thoughts and views on my, you know, my treatments, my family, and, and what it means to actually be living with stage four colon cancer. It, it's just remarkable to be able to share this stuff, and, and, and I, as I say so many times, and so often, if I just only reach one my gold is done. And, of course, I would love to reach more, but if I just reach one, I'm totally, totally happy with that. And in regards to being Ned, actually, I am Ned, but I'm still in the process of checking for that Lynch syndrome. So,
0: Thanks for clarifying. So uh, I'm glad one of us is Ned. So I'm, I'm going to try to catch up to you. How's that? <laughs>
1: oh, you can do it. You can do it. I got faith, my brother. I'll keep you in my prayers and, and lifting you up. But, you know, it's, it's not always an easy thing to be upbeat and positive, as you know, but it's a choice that I, I, I make myself do because soon as, you know, something negative creeps in or that tiredness creeps in, I hit myself and go, okay, let's go. Get up. Let's do it. Let's smile.
0: <laughs> I love it. Thanks, Val.
1: Thank you, Lee. It's been a great blessing. <laughs> Likewise.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Colon Cancer Podcast presented by Coloplast. And thank you to our sponsors, Coloplast, H2ORS, and Exact Sciences for your support. The Colon Cancer Podcast is a proud sponsor of Genie's Blue Angels, providing financial support to those affected by colorectal cancer.
2: Thanks for listening to the Colon Cancer Podcast presented by Coloplast. Notes from this episode can be found on our website at thecoloncancerpodcast.com. To subscribe to the podcast, please visit thecoloncancerpodcast.com forward slash subscribe. If you or a loved one has a question about colon cancer, please visit the Colon Cancer Alliance website at ccalliance.org. Again, that's ccalliance.org. Thanks again for listening. Be well, everyone.